Love burgers and pizza. Wanna see me eat some? Can't get enough of that meat. Yum. Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib. I need tacos with a nasty dip. Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo. Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio. Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market. Junky blue cheese range into five star bread. Only one time was in pita. Hello and welcome to the second episode of uh, Bring a Plate with Peter and Beck. I'm Peter Taggart. And I'm Rebecca Shaw. This is the podcast for all the pop culture info important to you, especially if you live in the 90s. Beck, we are at the Ecker. Yes. Have you had a Dagwood dog yet? No, but I'm going to have three later on. I I join them all together. I stick one on top of each each other. (laughs) them. Sounds delicious. (laughs) It is. It's the best. Have you had some fairy floss? Um, I usually... They're not allowed to call that anymore. Why? It's called homosexual floss now. (laughs) I never have homosexual flaws. That's a different thing. Oh, um, no, I haven't. What about you? No, I've been to um, the Fitzgerald Inquiry Pavilion. <laughs> Just all the proud moments of Queensland Love history. It. Yeah, is there a statue been of to the, Joe? Um, uh, the uh, what's that called? A go go whiskey a go go pavilion. <laughs> That's a funny joke because people died. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, uh, we're at the Ecker. It's mm-hmm. great. Beautiful I, day. It's a beautiful day to be um, vomited on. Um, wear your on, SARS mask. Wear my SARS mask. Um, uh, go to pay for a ride and then realize your wallet is missing. <laughs> so what's happening this week? What have you done? Um, I just went and got Mexican food right before this. Yes. I'm very full. Busy week? <laughs> yep. The one thing I've done all week is get Mexican. Um, I went shopping with some friends for their uh, wedding, one of their wedding outfits. Yeah, friends that get married. I know, they're straighties. Oh, that's so weird. I try to hold in my vomit as we're doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they came up. Well, you know, why can't they do that sort of stuff in, in their own homes, shop for their wedding? We know they did because <laughs> they went to... Because it was um, my friend, the man, getting his... <laughs> That's his name? The man. When you say, like, damn the man, yeah. you're talking about my friend in particular. He's, um, um, yeah. He was getting his suit and vest or whatever men do, I don't know. Yeah, um, suit and vest. Yep. But <laughs> he's, doing, he's going the manpower route. <laughs> no shirt under the vest. No pants. <laughs> They're the ones that rip off. Yeah. Um. And they went shopping in Toowoomba because that's where they live. Yeah. And the so you went to Toowoomba? No, no, no. Because oh. the places down there didn't okay. have anything, <laughs> so they came they all here. Get nude weddings in Toowoomba. Yeah, exactly. You go up to picnic point with your dick hanging yeah. out, and uh, you get married in front of, it's in front of the Lord. Beautiful. Yeah. The Lord loves it. Um, so we went to Chermside Shopping Centre. Mm, Spermside. It's disgusting. Yeah. It I just is. hate shopping so much. It's so gross. But um, Michelle Laurie always used to speak about when she was um on Brisbane Radio of the very clear um, class distinctions between Chermside, like there's a nice end and then a not nice oh. end, like there's a, a fancy food court and then there's like uh, the yeah. food court near the cinema. <laughs> it was like she's from Toowoomba, by the yeah, way. Yeah, these are the two classes of you know. Oh, Chermside. that's interesting. Yeah. Well, we only went to the one side that had the wedding clothes shop and then Oporto. Oporto. I don't know if that's in the fancy or the not fancy. <laughs> that is pretty fancy. <laughs> that's the only reason I went. Because Doesn't sound very Australian to it me. It isn't. <laughs> um, but I was promised Oporto and that's why I went really. Why aren't you trying to support Australian industries? Discuss. Um, because I hate Australia. I hate Australians. Yeah, hate I everything bet. to do with it. And do I love delicious chicken. Yeah. If you like Oportos, you will not be settled in Australia. <laughs> I've seen those signs around and I'm like... Yeah. 
So I would yeah. prefer Oporto. Thank mm. you very much. Beck, my week has not been so great. Mm-hmm. It's been a, a little bit of a shit uh, seven to ten days, actually, <laughs> if I want to be specific about it. I don't know. It's I think living in my own head is very difficult. People love hearing about how depressed you are on a podcast. <laughs> and it was your birthday yesterday. It was my birthday. Happy and birthday. I, I never – thanks. I'm um, 16, age of consent. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't look a day yeah. after, over 15. Thank you so much. But yeah, so I, I've been doing a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, you know, I, I just haven't been feeling like doing much, but I, I'm feeling a little better today. And I, I think it's a result of Me. all the, yeah, <laughs> seeing you, obviously. Yep. And um, all of the things that I've sort of done this week to uh, prepare myself to be, you know, alive. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought I should share with you... Uh, some of the things that I, I did in my week to maybe feel a little bit better. And I, I hope it inspires maybe people listening if they're feeling down. You know, it's still winter. You can feel a little bit down in winter. Yeah. Maybe you can do some of these things as well. Okay. And uh, just to get you through some tough times. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Beyondblue.org. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have um, – can we, can we get a bit of, like, music under this, just sort of soft music? Yeah. Okay. Turn it up. Yeah. Oh, there it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn all the words to Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac. Keep repeating. She is like a cat in the dark and then she is the darkness. Over and over until your neighbours bash on your shared wall. If you are visually impaired, go for a run at night through a strange suburb. If you are not visually impaired, wear a blindfold. Scream, why are you like this in the mirror as soon as you wake up? Drink gin every day. Go to the movies alone and cry in front of young couples to make them uncomfortable. Text everyone in your phone what you doing. Watch 12 episodes of Nigella Lawson's Nigella Express. Take showers every two and a half hours. Make Spanakopita, substituting spinach for silverbeet. That's just a handy hint. Yeah. Um, sleep on your bed like a starfish, repeating the phrase, alone people have the most room. <laughs> and, and that's, that's it. Yeah, so I've been doing that. And I went and saw, um, The Glass Menagerie, that really happy Tennessee Williams play <laughs> on uh, Thursday up. night. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, went alone because, right. um, uh, a friend of the show and a future guest, uh, Lawrence Barber, uh, had to work and couldn't come with me. So I was alone. Uh, I could have, he gave me plenty of notice. I could have asked someone, but, uh, I like me, didn't want for example. to. No, well, <laughs> I could have. Um, when I think theatre, when I think classy night at the theatre, I think Rebecca Shaw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I put my fineries on for you. Some jeans. Yes. I've only seen you in this shirt three or four times now. Um, <laughs> It's because by the weekend, nothing else is clean. <laughs> and I can't so, wait for this to work. It has profanity on it. I know. So it's the only shirt that's clean on the weekend. Um, so I went alone to the Glass Menagerie at Le Bois. By the way, it was excellent. And if you are in Brisbane, I think it's playing till like the 31st of August and you should go. But I, I, I did have allocated seating there and I had my name on oh, two seats, like which that. I felt really special about. But I had my name on two seats and I was only taking up one seat. <laughs> so I sort of kind of awkwardly sat in my seat and the uh, theatre started filling up and um, a woman came up towards me and went, Peter. And I was like, 
yes. And I thought, I thought she was a fan. I, I was going to say, yes, it's me. You might have seen the article I wrote about stained glass windows in the Korea Mail six years ago. Yes, that was me. And she came up and said, Peter, uh, are you here alone? And I said, yes. And she said, alone? And I said, yes. And she said, so no one, no one, no one's going to be coming and sitting here. You're, you're alone. So I said, you're by yourself. Yeah, I said, yes, I'm alone. By, yeah, by yourself. Oh, so yeah, yep. I'm alone. Yep. Oh, so no one's going to be sitting. In so that seat. I, I asked her to announce it over the speakers just to let everyone know. And she said, oh, oh, good because um, um, a man's actually brought his partner and they want to sit next. Uh, so if you can shift down one, I thought, I, I, yes, I'd love to sit to an attractive young couple who are very much in love while I'm here alone. Um, <laughs> and who would have thought, you know, Laura Wingfield in uh, Glass Menagerie wasn't uh, the saddest character <laughs> <laughs> in that theatre that night? And uh, in other news, Amanda Palmer, um, uh, a glass dildo of hers was auctioned off. Anyway, I think it's time for News Minute. Welcome to News Minute, I'm Rebecca Shaw. A Queensland MP has been caught sending a photo of his penis in a glass of red wine to his mistress. The wine is said to have been a Cabernet Merlot with a real woody aftertaste. Beyonce took to Instagram this week to show off her new pixie cut hairdo and it had the world talking. Anne Hathaway then took to Instagram to show off her pixie cut hairdo, tear stained face and sense of lonely despair. Lindsay Lowen filled in as guest host on the late night talk show Chelsea Lately after finishing her recent stint in rehab with most reports saying she looked great, sounded great, and landed jokes well. When asked about Lindsay's performance, Dinah Lohan said, Sorry, I can't talk now, I'm too busy trying to sabotage this. A father and son who have been hiding out in a forest in Vietnam for the last four decades have emerged from their hideout in an emaciated condition. In a statement, the men said they were most looking forward to being called fat by the Daily Telegraph. Chris Brown has said he will quit music after his next album, tweeting... I'm tired for being famous for a mistake I made when I was 18. I'm cool and over it. I don't know about you guys, but I had no idea he was cool and over it. Now I just feel bad. But on the other hand, hey Chris Brown, go, fuck off forever. There's no punchline to this joke, just seriously fuck that guy. And now Peter with sport. Well, Canterbury Bulldogs coach Des Haslehoff has denied a club move by Ben Bar-Bar-Bar-Bar-Baran. The Dally M medalist is currently sidelined with an ankle injury, which he probably caught off someone in a nightclub or something gross. In tennis news, Canadian Vasek Popsipilis is in the ATP Montreal Masters semi, possibly facing off against Latvian Ernest Gublius. In pronounceable tennis news, Lee Nah. And finally, Australian cricketers have been accused of tampering by putting Hollywood tape on their bats. The ICC has warned players that if you tamper with your bats too much, you can go blind. And that's sport. Well, Beck, we're back. I just went on the um, Dodgems here at the Air Car. I love the Dodgems. It was great. I went on the um, <clears throat> Gravitron. The Gravitron. Yeah, they've brought yeah. it up from Dreamworld. Yeah. Um, have you ever been on it? I have been to Dreamworld, but mm-hmm. I I only go to get um photos with people in costumes, and I don't go on any go rides. On, like, cruise boat and I'm thing. like, where can I get some twelve dollar fifty chips? And like, <laughs> oh, finally, you know, everywhere, everywhere. Um, my mum used to sneak in food to the Dreamworld. Oh, I love that in mum. <laughs> it is so good. Just a few veggie sambos. Yeah, veggie sandwiches tucked into your pants. Yep. All right, Beck. 
We've got some plates. I can see your plate. It's been sitting in my fridge congealing. Mm, it's delicious. got a layer of green mold over yep. it. But we can scoop that off and uh, brush it off. Well, what is it? I would like to talk about a young lady <laughs> by the name of Stephanie Bannister. Of course, yeah. Now... I've heard of her. She has a great name. She does. It sounds like a Full House character or something. Stephanie, Stephanie ba- Bannister. No, it sounds like she's on Melrose Place. Yeah, something like that. Stephanie, Stephanie. Bannister. She's back, Stephanie. <laughs> Um, so she is vying for the seat of Rankin. Mm-hmm. Rankin. <laughs> yes. With um, the One Nation Party mm-hmm. in the upcoming election. I've heard of it. Um, and the election. She, the erection. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a running joke. Oh, that's um, hilarious. She did an interview with Channel 7 a few nights ago mm-hmm. uh, where she was just putting through what she believes in and her policies. Um, and they asked her some questions that obviously she wasn't prepared for. Yes. Um, but Stephanie is also at the moment going through um, being charged with putting anti-Muslim stickers, stickers yes, on that's food right. products in shopping centres. Because uh, she she thinks that halal food funds terrorism. Yes. Yes. And so she funds And see, she stickers. wants to make people aware of it via, you know, the best means possible via stickers. And I don't know about you, Beck, but I learn everything mm-hmm. I know from stickers. Well, do you remember the Girls Can Do Anything stickers? That would yeah. Be <laughs> I didn't I did learn that. Learn. <laughs> I never saw that one. <laughs> I learned a lot from that. Okay. Um, so she said things like, I don't oppose Islam as a country, um, <laughs> but I do feel that their laws should not be welcome here in Australia. Mm-hmm. So... I'll Have tell you, you what, mm. I had a terrible layover in the country oh. of Islam once. I was going to, um, it's the worst I was airport. going to Austria and, uh, we went via Islam because mm. it's just, it's, it, it borders Austria and Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it was terrible. It's not a very know. good airport. It's not. And they force their laws on you in yeah. the airport. They're like, and you have to eat halal food. You have to eat Vegemite. You have to just eat Vegemite out of... Because I love Vegemite. Yeah, with yeah. a big spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also called the Quran the harem. The harem, yes. Which... Like a harem of women. <laughs> well, it's actually a word, I think, that means things that... Dumb, dumb mole candidate for Rankin, yes. <laughs> She's a big harem. <laughs> it means something that's, like, forbidden, mm-hmm. but it's not the Quran. No. Um, but every time she... word. <laughs> every time she said it... She mumbled over it. You know how you used to... That's if, a, but you if know you're what? In, what? That's a Pauline technique. She used to that do that is. all the time. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't know a word. So, she'd go... What's that famous word she didn't know? Um, Zoomophobia? Yeah. Please explain. <laughs> um, yeah. And she, she doesn't like halal food, but she thinks kosher food is fine because Jews follow Jesus Christ. They do. I just don't like when people like that say the word Jews. Jews I know. <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't really sound right. right They're not me. Richard Lewis. No. <laughs> um, just say something different. And don't Jewish say juice people. either. <laughs> Ju- juice. Juice. Um, but I had a look and did you know the seat of Rankin? Mm-hmm. It's named for Annabelle Rankin, who was the first Queensland woman elected to the Australian Senate. Wow. So uh, how proud. There's a woman in the Senate? <laughs> from Queensland. Just ever. I, I think, didn't know. Women, sorry, okay, back up. Women are allowed in parliament. I think only on days they're not having their period. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I've heard that's that. That's the rule. And you're not allowed to wear, you're really not allowed to wear pants. No. Well, how are you going to tell them apart from exactly. men? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but d- how proud do you think Annabel Rankin would be of 
Stephanie Bannister. She'd be, you know what though, she's just another woman making her way. That's and true. I believe if you read to the right to the end of that story, she did say that it's all about learning. Exactly. She's just, she's just learning. She's still learning. In fact, she was still learning the other candidates she in that seat's name. Mm. She didn't know who they were. Yeah. Um, but my favorite thing is she said, <laughs> unfortunately, they've completely twisted all my words and made me out to be a stand up criminal and a stupid <laughs> moron. <laughs> A stand-up criminal. Yes. Sounds like she's in yes. The Sopranos. Does she mean a stand-up comedian? Do you know who's a stand-up criminal? Dane no. Cook. Oh, joke stealer. I get it, joke yeah. stealer. Um, we love you, Dane. Please come on the podcast. I don't love you, Dane. Don't come. But a stand-up criminal. But stand-up, if you say someone's a stand-up guy, yeah. that means they're like a good guy. Yeah, she's a good criminal. So they've made her out to be. That's they've not that bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, um... The news got onto Gorka and Huffington Post. International mm-hmm. attention for our homegrown moron. Brisbane. <laughs> um, Gorka, their title was Australia's Sarah Palin is dumber than ours. I think that's a bit rough. <laughs> no, I think it's too Sarah Palin. Um, yeah, because I love Sarah Palin. Yeah, she's going rogue. But also, this woman is never going to be potentially. Well, I don't think so. Potentially. Vice President. Sarah Palin got very close. That's right. And actually, I know you've done your research, but she's not in, she's not even running anymore. Oh, isn't she? Yeah. So thanks for bringing this old story that's no longer relevant (laughs) as your plate. No wonder it's congealed. It's still great. It's still a lot of fun. And you know what? There was that and it was James Diaz earlier in the week who, who didn't know uh, his own policies that he was holding in his hand. Open the pamphlet, James. Just open the fucking pamphlet. It would have been way better if he just read it. I know. Yeah, that James Diaz. Um, I love the spelling of his name. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love that he is um Cameron Diaz's brother. Yeah, he he's his name sounds like he could be on a soap. Stephanie Bannister and James Diaz in Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, like passions. Yeah, oh, James Stephanie. Poor James. But all I the did, best, you know. I felt bad for them. I I'm did that kind feel of bad. We all had those days. In fact, we're having that day today. <laughs> Someone will be having a podcast this is, about this. This is podcast. our Diaz and Bannister moment. <laughs> who's Diaz and who's Bannister? I'm who's more racist? You're. Um, oh, they're excuse both me. More racist. <laughs> Just because I earlier compared Raven Simone to Queen Latifah, because both are black and um, not gay. One of them is who not hey, get me out of here. Um, <laughs> What's your plate? <laughs> My plate, Steph. I've got it right here. My plate is. Did you call me Steph? Steph. Oh shit. <laughs> I've worked with a lot of Stephs in my time. It's a very 80s name like Rebecca. Steph. I wish my name was Steph. I'd be more successful. Do you want me to call you Steph from now on? For the Mm. rest of this podcast, I'm going to call you Steph. So, Steph, um, my plate is full of kids. That sounds wrong. No, 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 no. Yum. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I've got a a big old plate of uh, praising kids. Mm. Kids and praise. Praise Mm. mayonnaise. Uh, So... Do you think it's right to praise kids as much as we do? I'll tell you who doesn't. Erica McWilliam from yep. Queensland University of Technology. Now, she's just given a speech. QUT for the real world. Yeah, so Professor McWilliam has done a speech at All Saints College. You know All Saints mm. College? Is that like the hospital? That's um after the girl band. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who Never ever have I ever felt, felt so bad. bad. Oh, you feel, yeah, you got me feeling really bad. I only, I, only I'm allowed to sing. I'm allowed to, I, I, I can initiate the singing. You can't sing. But I love I that. I sing that song on SingStar all the time. Okay. 
I know every word. A little peek into your private life. A humble brag. (laughs) (laughs) So, Professor McWilliam has given a speech at uh, Never Ever All Saints College and... I'll just I'll read a little bit of what she said. She mm-hmm. said yesterday, many people believe children need constant affirmation to increase their self-esteem so they would become successful adults. Mm-hmm. But praise was only useful when attached to genuine achievement. That makes sense. Kids can become reliant on accolade, a certificate, a gold star, a trophy, she said. Overpraising could result in children valuing those accolades more than actual achievement and make them less employable as adults. Mm. Which I think so... Were you ever overly praised as a oh, child? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Can you tell? Let me rephrase. Were you praised at <laughs> no, all? No, no, no. Uh, I do get more praise now. <laughs> now my parents, um, everyone's moved out of home and they're not annoyed 100% of the yes. time. So, what yeah, about at school though? Uh, I never did anything worth <laughs> <laughs> praise. praise. No, I, I, I Were definitely... Were you a good student? I was okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was average and I... Yeah. Because I mucked around too much. Oh, I was, big old partier, hey? No, just a talker. <laughs> annoying, okay. annoying talker. Mm-hmm. But my biology teacher gave me, um, like I was on the cusp of getting a, a, C, a C or a B. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and she like searched my stuff, my exam, mm-hmm. to find me extra marks to get me to a B because she liked me. Where's the story going? <laughs> And then um, it ended up in court a few months later. We're, we're that, living together now. I got that B. <laughs> she praised me on. She's a B. Um, well, um, I, I was in uh, the uh, – and I think this is pretty unhealthy. I was in the Gifted and Talented program oh when God, I no was in primary school. Yes, of course you were. Um, it's true. I believe you. But to be in the Gifted and Talented program at, at a school like St. George, it meant um, you could read. <laughs> like – he is reading that book and he is not just looking at the fucking pictures. <laughs> he chose Gifted to read it. <laughs> and talented. Um, but, I mean, up in high school particularly, people were super into praise. Now oh, really? They, you, we had care groups essentially. Mm. So we did, I think it was called Peace Builders. Have you ever heard of this Mm-mm. program? So Peace Builders, it's meant to, um, at rougher schools, I believe, they, you know, make it a program. It's a program to unify the school, bring kids who might not normally speak to each other together. And so you have... um, Peace builders? Care groups. Oh, care groups. So we have care groups um, that all kids from different grades go into Mm -hmm. and you're all sort of meant to get to know each other and, you know, if you see each other in the playground, give each other a bit of a a wave, a bit of a how you going, you know, saw you this morning. So I'm pretty sure we had care group at least three times a week possibly. So mm. we'd all come in at about 8.45 and, you know, be there for 15 minutes and just talk about what was going on and it was super fun. And yeah, sounds And great. I'm friends with all of those people today. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went to Glass Menagerie alone. So <clears throat> our school is heavily into praise. We used to write praise notes to oh, one another. Oh, okay, yep. And these praise notes actually come from our year... I think they all come from our Year 11 leadership camp that okay. we went on. So these are all from people within Your my own grade. Your school way more activities than my school. Yeah, yeah. We were pretty we did cool. did nothing. Yeah, sounds um, cool. So we all sent each other little praise notes because you had to send each mm-hmm. other praise notes. And that's always the best way to receive praise notes if you're being forced <laughs> to write something about somebody else. I'd like to give you a few to read now. Okay. Um, hopefully you can read them. Um, 
Because I can't this. read. I'm not the gifted. <laughs> you can't, you're not gifted program. and talented. Uh, here's the first one that I got. Okay. <clears throat> These will all probably be nicer than anything I've ever said to you, so just <laughs> yes. be prepared. Okay. Peter, full stop. Mm-hmm. You have a <laughs> strong mind. Yes. With an E at the end. Strong. I wouldn't have thought you would have done the high ropes. Mm-hmm. I did. Is that ropes. like when you go on meth? It was, no, it was, a, it was like a sexy, it oh, was yeah. like a... Um, as an M thing. We have become friends mm-hmm, we and have. we get along. We do. And who's that from? All the best, Sean. Sean. Sean and I never spoke to each other again after that night. <laughs> so we were really close. That's how you got along, by never yeah. speaking ever again. I'll give you this one. Okay. Uh, this was shortly after I'd performed in a musical of Little Shop of Horrors. I played the lead role. No big deal. <laughs> No one else was in it. You just put it on yourself. Okay. (laughs) Peter underlined. You're the heading of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. It says, I really think, and then the really is crossed out. (laughs) I really crossed out think you were really good in our school musical. So does she really think it if the really is crossed out? Did she put two reallys and she was like, I don't really think it was really good. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) One of those reallys has to go. Anyway, she still lives at home, so (laughs) she's in a wheelchair. Um. (laughs) (laughs) But she does still live at home. You're the worst. This this one's good. Okay, this one. This one is very accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, It's cut out from a paper and it looks like someone... Who cannot use scissors has cut it out. I'm a bit, are you sure it was gifted and talented and not the opposite, like the special class? Just read the fucking note. Name. Peter. Mm-hmm. Funny sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the end. That's the name. And, that, and by the way, um, in that, in that uh, little uh, task, you were meant to write three things. <laughs> so they got to the first thing, went funny sometimes, and then stopped. <laughs> We've got a new sponsor. Oh my god! It's from it's wait. This is this two is number sponsors two, two in sponsors two shows. In two weeks. But did Bunnings leave us? Bunnings <laughs> left us after hearing the first shot. But we've got a new sponsor. We Beck. We've both been on the ABC, mm-hmm. and the ABC has decided to chuck us some coin to run this ad. This week on Four Corners, they're the people who yell gay slurs from moving vehicles. But who are they? Where do they come from and why do they do it? Revealed, the secret federal government program funding these drivers. An anonymous insider speaks out. Of course, it all started under Menzies. Back then, it was a strictly homophobic campaign aimed at humiliating people. Now it's evolved as more of an awareness program, both community awareness and self-awareness. How self-awareness? Well, perhaps some people don't really know they're gay until it's shouted at them from a Tirana. And who are the drivers of these so-called squads? I was calling people gay and fag just at like school and that. And then someone from the government said, hey, have you thought about a career in this? And I said no, because I hadn't thought about a career in anything. The Faggot Squads, Monday night on Four Corners. Beck, we're back. Mm-hmm. We're still at the Ecker. I've got the flu. <laughs> I've I got it since I've been here. I'm so sorry. The swine flu. Yeah, um, I actually have had swine flu before. Yeah, I know. Oh. Just by looking at you. <laughs> 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 and 
And that leads into the next thing I want to uh, talk about. I'm going to read out 10 things I hate about you. Good. Number one, wearing that same fucking shirt to my house. Number two, um, <laughs> I didn't even know I did The that. fact you made me go and buy you a Wolverine branded V before you came over here because you had I no fucking energy. A, I demanded a Wolverine. Yeah, this is, this is your rider. <laughs> like I'm your fucking agent and I have to collect your shit. Um, actually, well, I'll name the rest later, but okay. the reason I bring it up is because this week we watched 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Great movie. Nope. Yep. <laughs> 1999. That's all I have to say about it, by the way. It's a great movie. It's a great year from for movies. From a great year. It was a great year for movies. Yep. Um, Julia Stiles is the oh reason God. this movie is not great. Julia Stiles is the reason this movie is the best She's um, wonderful. The one thing I liked that Julia Stiles Everything. did was um, that song that was written about her, Hit Em Up Stiles. <laughs> I've been waiting <laughs> 10 days to say that. <laughs> it was worth it. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Julia Stiles in this movie is 100% perfection. Okay. Here's the thing. I probably did like her at the time I watched this movie um, because I was that sort of sarcastic, mean, awful, terrible, horrible, joyless person. And I related to her. Do you know the wrong thing with her in this movie is she does say like sarcastic shit and she probably thinks she is funny, but she has no sense of humour. No, everything she does in this movie is 100% justified. Okay. When <laughs> everyone thinks she's a horrible person. Yes. And she is acting like a horrible person yes. because they're doing horrible yes. things to her. <laughs> I went online and I saw a lot of people saying, yeah, but she's meant to be unlikable because the shrew's she's unlikable. unlikable. She is unlikable. She's not. She is. She isn't. She's the best. Everything she does it's is a really justified. Well argument. But you know what? I've got a question for you, Beck. Okay. Do you think that everything Taylor Swift does is based on Julia Stiles in this movie? <laughs> Her whole persona, right? What do you mean? Taylor Swift is Julia Stiles in this movie. But Taylor Her Swift... hair. Okay, first of all... If you if you say her hair's good, it is not. The star of this it movie... It is not good. It's not good hair. It's not. <laughs> Shush, let me talk. The star of this movie... Is not Heath Ledger. No. It is not Julia Stiles. No, I agree. It's Julia Stiles' hair. <laughs> her hair is it's not amazing. Good. Are you joking? It is the best hair. It looks I... like it's been so unwashed no, and greasy it is gorgeous. and bedraggled. Are you crazy? Like she's dumped in a fucking bathtub of ha- whack. Her hair is the star of the show. And I found myself... Because I remember when I saw this in 1909. I wish. <laughs> you went over to her house. I was. You shaved all her hair I off. climbed up her hair into the castle. I kept getting distracted by how amazing her hair is. I would forget that I was watching the movie and I was I looking at her hair. It's beautiful. Maybe it's a. Okay. Okay, maybe it's a thing where. You're a. Okay. I'm not intimidated by her hair. I know I have good hair. <laughs> Your hair has no Julia Stiles hair, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. I will talk about Julie Stars. I'm fine. You can walk up when you leave. <laughs> Good riddance to bad rubbish, if you ask me. You know, I'm coming back because <laughs> I've got more to say. 
No, her hair is the best. Her hair's not good. It is beautiful. <clears throat> when I saw this in 1909, I fell in love with her. Yes. And because I was, you know, very sarcastic. Because <laughs> she was the only wo- woman I around. Was on my high horse all the time. I watched this movie and I loved her immediately. And I think she's kind of, um, she's exactly the kind of girl I was into. And Bitches. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Anyone who's listening. But she's basically a lesbian that doesn't have sex with women. Like if you're going to write a movie about most, a lesbian. I'm sorry. Most lesbians I know are very, uh, this is lesbians I know other than you. You know, very personable, she funny, warm, is. generous, great sense of humour. She's fine. All of which she doesn't have. No one has a sense of humour in that movie. Have you met her dad? Her dad is a psychopath. Her dad, by the way, is there any other dad who talks more about their daughter's vaginas? I know. It is, <laughs> he is creepy. It is really disturbing. He's like, girls, let me check your vaginas when you come home. <laughs> this vaginas. has a great cast, though. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Let's Alice and Jenny. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was about to mention oh. Alice and Jenny. Well, She's the only likable thing in this movie. Okay. Alice and Jenny sits at her desk yes. and writes erotica. That's the best thing. Can you imagine if that was a male teacher in that part? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> everyone would be like, what a creep. Yeah. Everyone would be, no, thank you. This movie's banned <laughs> <Yes>. forever. <laughs> but because it's her, <laughs> she's fine. I love Alice and Jenny. Larissa mm. Olenek, Alex fucking Mack. Did she have more of a range as a blue puddle in Alex Mack than she does in this movie? You're saying all the wrong things. <laughs> I'm allowed my Except opinion. Except, Al- no, Alex Mack is great. And then it has Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Looks Joseph like- Gordon-Levitt. Right? Oh right, guys? Yeah. Oh, that was the weakest <laughs> that was I've survived. Oh, my God. We're so out of sync today. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't he look like a little baby? He looks baby. so young. <laughs> it's like so Muppet so Babies. Good. And he walks in, he's immediately in love with Larissa Olinick. I know. Like straight away. Yeah. And, but he's he never finishes it's a like sentence. I want to dick that blue puddle right now. Uh, um, He's good. Heath is good. I'll tell you what I don't like about Heath's character. Now, Heath's character, as I was watching this movie, I thought, is he just kind of like the updated version of like, uh, Greece, where they bring in an Australian character into this American <laughs> environment. Like, mm. he's ONJ in, in mm. Greece in this movie. ONJ. ONJ. Um, Peter, that's oh. the gayest thing you've ever <laughs> said in your life. What a life. fucking lie. <laughs> that's a Today. lie. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So Heath Ledger in this movie, I don't, I can't remember who calls him this, but they call him Kangaroo Boy. I, it's Alison Jenny. She's a racist. She's a racist. She calls him. Did, look at this. Look at what I wrote down. Slur and racist underline. <laughs> she is. I also find um, the English teacher in this a racist. He he says he talks about someone's cracker ass. Yep, and he and he calls someone Chachi. <laughs> I know. He calls Joey Chachi. And we're supposed to be like, oh, like, oh, you know, hilarious. what a cool guy. You may as well call him a wop. It was like the most <laughs> And he also, thing. Julia Stiles has a point, a valid point. She's talking about, because they always study books by men, Ernest mm. Hemingway, I think. And she just says, why don't we sometimes do a book about a woman She's like such Charlotte a pain Bronte? In the ass. Shut up, no. Julia Stiles. And that's a valid point. First of all, girls could do anything. Second of all, <laughs> stop reading your sticker. <laughs> it's on my computer on my chest. Um, then he goes off at her about how that's not a valid point because 
something to do with race. He's like, um, he says something about how they would never do a book by a black man or something and goes off at her and then sends her to the office. And I'm like, but she was just saying they could do a book by a woman. She's expressing her opinion. Yeah. And no one wants and to hear she a was, opinion. That was a valid opinion. <clears throat> She's the best. Okay, I've got a question to ask you, Beck. Is it about how great Kat... Cat uh, is because she's really great. No, it's about you referring to earlier as she she could possibly be a lesbian. Let's talk about Club Skunk. Okay, okay. You mean heaven? <laughs> okay. You mean heaven? <laughs> she. That's the gayest thing that's been said today. How fucking dare you? She goes to a place called Club Skunk, which is clearly a lesbian club. It, there is okay. <laughs> Let me get this. So but it's funny. never mentioned. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Heath Ledger, he gets told that she's going there to see um the, the band. What are they called? Like portraits of something. Oh, don't you dare! What letters to Cleo? Letters to Cleo. Oh, <laughs> portraits of something. <laughs> they're good. I like them. Yes. Anyway, she goes there to see them to Club Skunk, and they're like, "Oh, she's going here, Heath. Go there." He walks in. Yes, I know. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> All the women are like. Get the fuck out. Like, you're disgusting. He walks in. Mm -hmm. There's one other dude there. Did you see him? I want to know about that guy. (laughs) No, but there's a bartender as well. Yeah, the bartender. And then there's one other dude. And there's all women. Let's talk about... I thought you were going to say this. He walks into the club. He goes to the bar. He knows the bartender. (laughs) Is he a regular there? (laughs) Because he's just doing it. He's pretending to like. Because he was like, oh, I can't be seen in Club Skunk. Then he goes to Club Skunk Mm. and it seems like the bartender knows him pretty well. They definitely know. They definitely know each other. He's been there before. Maybe he goes as a lesbian. Yes. (laughs) He like slicks back his hair. Undercover lesbian. That'd be a great show. That was my favourite Ian Thorpe reality show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Can I please go to Club Skunk when I die? Yes. That was an amazing place. It was an amazing place. And first of all. All of the lesbians are like gorgeous, long haired. Yeah. Like there's no butch lesbians no. there at all. And one dude, what is he doing there? I want to know that guy's story. <laughs> I think Why that, didn't he? I think I'm pretty sure that was me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that club. Oh man. I've ne- if they go to the beat here, it does not look like that. <laughs> no. Just a warning to you guys. <laughs> um. Uh, I have one really concerning thing, also involving Heath Ledger. Now, when he uh, serenades her mm. with that song, okay, the strangest thing. So, he's he's paid some money to uh, get her attention. Yeah. She's by, playing soccer and she looks by singing really a song. hot. Oh, does she? Yeah. Mm. And her hair. Once again, her hair it looks unwashed. It, her hair looks beautiful. It's very unwashed. Uh, he sings this song. Mm. You're just too good to be true. Thank you. Can take my eyes off of you. You be like heaven to touch. I wanna hold you so much. And that's all the lyrics I can remember. Anyway, so he sings that to her. And the big band starts up at the chorus. I love you, yeah. baby. The and school the, band. Yeah. And the police come. Let's talk about this. Are school. they police or are they security? Either way, and if anyone's, you know, a police officer or a security guard, can you please tell me that if... We've got so many police officers (laughs) listening. biggest fan base. Um, If you see someone singing in public, is your first instinct to tackle them? (laughs) 
Because that's what happens to Heath Ledger. But also... They're like, oh, fuck, he's singing a romantic song. (laughs) Fucking get him. Um, But yeah, she plays soccer and I love it. See, she's a lesbian. She plays soccer. She only she listens to, to Riot Skunk. Girl music. Well, they, they do mention briefly, they're like, she's not a oh. KD Lang fan. Yep. Okay. That really bothered me. Oh, did it? Oh, did it? You know what? Fucking write a blog about it for Jezebel. I don't want to hear it on this podcast. But also, the way they disprove that is she says, no, I found a picture of Jared Leto in her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Jared Leto. He's the womanly... He looks very like he has very delicate features. Yeah. If a lesbian was like, she's not. She's a lesbian. Thirty seconds to Mars played at Club Skunk right after <laughs> Portraits of Cleo. That's the only reason she has it is like that yeah. handing it out the door. She like shoves yes. it in a drawer. Her, her wall is entirely covered in poses of women. Yeah, she's a fucking lesbian. She is a lesbian. And after this movie, finishes, which explains the bad hair. Oh, I'm already sorry to all the lesbians. Me, that's it. I'm. That's, that's the sound. That's the sound of every single lesbian turning off this podcast. You have beautiful hair. You have Hannah Gatsby's that? hair. I know, and, and she has beautiful hair. I said it, and I immediately take it back. Um, but I think because she's going to Sarah Lawrence at the college. Yeah, Sarah okay. Lawrence is. Like, that's used as an example when you're talking about where lesbians go because it's super, like, um, gender studies, blah, blah, blah. And it's a pretty prestigious mm. university, right, college. Yeah. Can I just say my other theory about her? You you believe she's a lesbian. Mm. I believe she is Autistic. mentally deficient is what I would describe her as. And I present to you Exhibit A. Oh my god. She couldn't even if she submitted this to Sarah Lawrence, she couldn't even get into fucking the Sarah is Lee it, University of Cheesecake. Is it a poem? <clears throat> I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. Me I too. hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. <laughs> I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. That's true. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse, when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around. And the fact you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Okay. <laughs> that is the worst poem that has ever been written. Okay. First of all, Julia Stiles did that on the first take. Oh, did she? And the Yeah, it seemed that way, yeah. And yeah. the cry Did she write it on the first take too? The cry was not planned, so that's pretty good. I'm sick of this rubbish poetry, Beck. I believe that you wrote no. some poetry as no. a teenager. Yep. Why did I tell you about this? It's time. Um, so I found this little book that had poems in it that I wrote when this I was... This book, I'm just looking at it, by the way. You can't see it, but it is jam-packed full of stuff. It's not. Yeah, I'm going to turn it into a coffee table book. It's... Um, now, I was like a lot like... Hey, hey, one of those poems is dated, you know, March 27, 2013. <laughs> Let's hear that one. Um, I am a lot... I was a lot like Kat, mm-hmm. a closet lesbian, mm-hmm. sarcastic. I got my whole thing Bad from... Bad hair. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> From Darlene on Roseanne was yeah. my idol. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, this is so bad. Don't want no, to No, please it. read it. I really don't this want to. This is it. Okay, so this poem is in my private book. <laughs> and I think looking back on it, it might be about how I was a lesbian. <laughs> And nobody knew about that. Okay. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Guys, I've changed. I'm not um like this anymore because stupid. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not a total douchebag. Mm-hmm. Also written in here is Nen- Nelson Mandela's um <laughs> prisoner number. <laughs> Heavily. You're an activist. I was. Listen, I felt like I was living in a world where no one understood me. I was into Woomba. Yeah. No one was you were like, like Julia Styles, completely self obsessed. Oh my god (laughs) If You're going to cut this out No Ignorance is the key to happiness Mm -hmm. If you believe what your eyes see Mm -hmm. Happy comfortable people swimming by On their way On their way Mm -hmm. If you don't care about the world Then the world's worries (laughs) Can't weigh you down You can just keep your head above the water And not bother with the people drowning around you I would rather drown along with people less fortunate than me. Drown with all the worries of the world. Choke on racism. <laughs> Let homophobia hold me under for as long as it takes. Can I do all of these things to you instead? <laughs> okay, this is the big ending. <laughs> Why am I doing this? I would rather let my lungs fill and die from empathy <laughs> than be safe. You are so selfless. <laughs> These be- poems are all headed this- in the same direction, up your own ass. My last line, then be saved by ignorance. Oh, wow. <clears throat> well. So as you can see. <laughs> that was the new Taylor Swift song. I was a lot like Kat. You were a lot like Kat. <laughs> you were a lesbian and you were almost a illiterate. <laughs> oh, do you know my- And thank you for sharing. This morning in the bathroom, one girl's face was all up in the other one's hoo-ha. It was so nasty. It's an abomination. Okay. Enough. They were moaning and everything. Speaking in tongues like it's some kind of revival. Who? Who were you talking about? Boss. Enchantment. Chapman. Chapman. She lesbian. They lesbian together. Beck. Hello. The Ecker. Still here. It's here for like a week. So many plaid tartan shirts. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to lesbian news. You've got some lesbian news. I do. Um, I've decided that there's not a really... There's not a huge representation of lesbian news on podcasts. There isn't. Well, that I've I've searched. Mark and Mark searched. Maron's podcast. Mark Maron. <laughs> His mother's eating disorder. Mm-hmm. We love you, Mark, and we love you, Mark's mum. Yes, and so I've searched high and low on the internet. If anyone knows of any, let me know because I actually am interested. <laughs> if anyone knows of any, please send me your phone number and also <laughs> a picture of you. <laughs> Has to and make sure it's you know proper dimensions. Dressed up as Cat from yeah. Ten Things I yes. Hate About You. Anyway, so I've decided to bring in a segment called Lesbian News, mm-hmm. which I know you'll be super excited um, for. Can you hear? The vo- I'm so excited. <laughs> you should be. Um, so this will just give an overview of anything exciting that's happened in the with lesbians, lesbian sphere, lesbian sphere, sphere, or anything that I decide. Do you know what I lesbian sphere? Penis. <laughs> yes. 
Good one. Um, okay. So there's some big news this week when Raven Simone from the Cosby <laughs> Show. <laughs> anyway, she's grown into a lovely long, young lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's from obviously from the best name show ever. That's yes, so Raven. That's so Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tweeted after the Supreme Court had um, allowed same-sex marriage in some states. Mm-hmm. Um, Glad you researched it. Some states, very specific. <laughs> lesbian news. You- so, hey, as Beck said, if you're a lesbian and want an outlet for lesbian news on a podcast, this is the place to come. Look you- how detailed it is. Do you really want me to list states? Yes. Too bad. Um, she tweeted, I can finally get married. Yay, government. <laughs> so proud of you. So she's happy for yeah, the government. She is. Okay, so everyone... Took is that a confession? Is that like a yeah, well, outing yourself? It's it's added to there's been a lot of speculation in the past and mm-hmm. she's kind of never actually... Why is that, do you think? What? That there's been speculation about it. Well, speculation in things that she's said more so and mm-hmm. like she's a big been a big... Like talked about the GBLTQI. Oh, it's exhausting. GBLTQI. GLBTQI. Is that all of them? Q&A? Q&A. GBLTQ&A. Q&A. <laughs> um, with Tony yeah, Jones. Yeah, and there's, there's been some other things. There was, she was living with a model from um, America's Next Top Model, what? lesbian, for a while. Okay. How did Raven Simone land a model? She's beautiful. Have you seen her lately? Um, yes. If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> she's a lovely lady. She's a, she's a cheetah girl. She is a cheetah girl. So that girlfriend of hers should keep a oh, close eye on her. Snap. Um, oh, anyway, there was <laughs> let's cut that out. There was a lot of a uh, Twitter backlash. What? Yeah, because do you know how? Say, what's a show that you loved as a t- as a tween? As a tween, like um, a kids kind of kids show. I used to really like watching um, Question Time on the ABC, two o'clock till three okay. o'clock. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, say on question time, yeah, continue. Say if now you found out that someone from question, question time, time yeah. is gay. What? Would it? I'd vomit everywhere. Would you, would you tweet the phrase, childhood ruined? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's what's happened. Yeah, so there's a lot of tweets with people saying their childhood is ruined because Raven Simone has tweeted that she's a lesbian and can get married now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's pretty. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, I think that's fair um, enough. If you look retrospectively at your childhood, yeah, childhood. and you know, someone you liked as gay, you probably would be ruined. It would be ruined. Um, like the one very small part of your childhood that was on television <laughs> that you watched maybe once or twice a week. Yep. Um, Speaking of lesbians on television, mm-hmm. um, Amber Tamblin is going to be playing a lesbian on Two and a Half Men. Oh, that's going to be so great because you know the interesting thing about Amber Tamblin? Yeah. Nothing. There is nothing interesting <laughs> oh, about fine. her. She's not. Um, but do you know what will be even better is that, you know how Two and a Half Men has like, uh, it's really classy and it has yep. really great comedic writing. Yeah. But it they love it, women. Big, they yeah. love women. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll treat that issue with, with respect, respect it deserves, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to see them at the Glad Awards next year. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. I oh, know he's dead, isn't he, on that? He's, yeah, he's dead. But it, he, she's playing his daughter. Okay. And the tag, like the thing that they re- released about her is that she loves women just like her dad. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I won't say that I will never watch because I can't guarantee that. And the last thing I want to talk about is, um, Use this as an excuse to talk about Orange is the New Black. Yes, the best. Because I am obsessed it's with it. It's such a good show. And you should all be watching it mm-hmm. immediately. And um, there was an 
article with Natasha Leone. Mm-hmm. It was like a day with Natasha Leone. Okay. And one thing that she said. Maybe, what happens in a day with Natasha Leone? Oh, uh, she'd by been um, apartments, uh, looking at apartments because okay. her rent went up. So yep. they went along. How many with hospital her. appearances were oh, there? Oh, <laughs> Natasha. I'm so glad for her. I know. She's great on it. She's like a together Lindsay. She is, but she was a bit darker than Lindsay always. Um, so she talked about having a personal trainer and her line oh. was, you got to get cut for prison. All that fingering, you need strong <laughs> triceps. That is true. It is true. She's done her research yeah. at least. And I thought that was I really love funny. her on this show. Oh, she's, she's so, so good. good. I can't tell Beck on this show which ones are lesbians and which ones aren't. because, And I, I need to be able to tell because I want to know no, which, which ones not to like. But I do know that one of the characters is a lesbian in real life, and that's oh, who? surprisingly is Boo, the the one with the screwdriver, the short hair. You know, the tough one with the... Oh, yeah, yeah. that is a surprise. <laughs> wow, she's a lesbian, huh? <laughs> she's really good at... I love that whole... This has been surprisingly one of the most homophobic podcasts Ever. there are. And it I, never, was never intended that none way. None of it's come from me. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, That's been some great lesbian news, Beck. Thank you. And um, I've just got to go and get a strawberry sundae, so I'll be right back. Okay. Bro, you're sitting up there. I mean, what do you think of these two down here? I think they're the biggest oh. bunch of bitches I've ever seen in my beautiful. life. Oh. Actually, actually, Stanley? I was sitting here peacefully until the bitch opened her mouth. So I gotta be a bitch. Well, disappointingly, Beck did choke on three Dagwood dogs and pass away, and she also forgot to turn on her microphone for the entire last part of the podcast. So it's just me, Peter Taggart, saying goodbye to you today. Uh, you can always go to the Tumblr for our uh, podcast. It is bringaplatepodcast.tumblr.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Peter Taggart, or you can follow uh, Beck posthumously her Twitter handle is at Snitch. Thank you all so much for downloading the podcast and for reviewing the podcast on iTunes. The iTunes stuff uh, really helps us get more exposure for the podcast and also, you know, it might bring in some extra offers um, other than, obviously, all the, all the sexual offers we already receive. Well, that's it for this fortnight. And until next time, take a little time to enjoy the view. R.I.P. Beck. Tracking like the bad breath of my grandma Thought the poetry cheap like a motel Tracking like F-F-F-F-Man has a